0: and it was uploaded for those listening online and very nageya to what we were discussing Shabbos morning or last night in Passaic. so if it's not fully understood and you didn't catch either you can hear it Lama Freya and understand it better but this morning's <laughs> ma, Ma'amakeimis is absolutely necessary to understand what will happen with Yiftach, what his role was, what went right, what didn't go so right. And it's a pretty core, basic hashkofa in leadership and following leadership in Das Tera, a lot to do with perm. We mentioned yesterday, with all my disclaimers, which don't always get me anywhere, uh, I said Daniel, was Daniel? Not too many Gedelem have a safer named after them in Tanakh. So whatever you say, keep in mind that he was not only the undisputed Gadla for the Tkufa where Klay needed real leadership after the Churban, but he went on for a number of ders and was still around going to many shittas in the time of Mordechai. What's interesting, what we're trying to explain is why he seemed to, Dafka in the time of Purim, play somewhat of, I can't say, secondary role, his tefillahs and his dying Al-Kiddush Hashem, according to the Targum. Texas the L'Bavli says he just didn't deliver the message because Amir Shivan al-Khal Kolob, as Esther said no. And according to what we said yesterday, she not only said no, but she told Mordechai she thinks she shouldn't go now. She thinks that Mordechai should not be starting up with Haman of the next few days and stay away, so there shouldn't be a confrontation, which logically on paper makes sense. She wasn't arguing that she didn't understand why he started up before. That's the whole thing we've been discussing the last couple of months, and that took a deep understanding of the das Teres she's supposed to be following, even though she didn't understand it. But over here she said, well, that's done already. We made the point. Maybe over the next few days, as we're doing political establishes, we shouldn't do it. And Daniel is being sent by Esther to deliver that message. So if you hold like the Bavli, which and we're going to get to this week in Night Seder, because it has to do with Lufnyi, Iver and Etzer, Tevin, Etza, Ra. But either he didn't deliver the message, and he sidelined himself, or Haman killed him, and he was sidelined. But the message yesterday, and I had a number of people asking and commenting through various modes of communication last night, before they heard what we said, the expanded version, that uh, Daniel made a mistake. That wasn't the message. Daniel didn't make a mistake. Daniel was not trying to play Mordechai Tzaddik's role. He understood that every der has its leadership and has to assess how to take the meserah, stay with the meserah, but apply it to the situation, even though it's an unusual tactic. That's really the aside of what was going on between Mordechai and Kleissel, Mordechai and Esther. At that late hour, Esther still said, I'm willing to do it, but let's discuss the timing. I don't think the timing's a good idea now. And according to the tagum, she added in, please don't start up with Haman. This is after the Xavier was out already. That's a pretty late hour. And Mordechai said, no, I'm going to Davka, stand in the hallway, and he's going to see me, because that's part of the Tikkun. And it's still part of the Tikkun. So the fact that Daniel ended up either getting killed on Kiddush Hashem or not continuing the conversation doesn't mean he disagreed. He understood it wasn't... His mahalach in dealing with government as he dealt with Netzar and others, that's crucial for this next shtickle we're going to see. Yiftach b'dere <inaudible> b'shemul Badar k'shmul That It doesn't mean he was greater than Shemul. he wasn't nearly as great, and it's going to be quite clear in the Macarius. It means that if there's no mistake being made, that's the big if the fallback position is we assume he knows what he's doing. Yiftach is the most incredible example because... It's highlighted, everybody knows, you ask any kid. Yiftach Yiftach is the Shafid that probably at the end of the maizah made more mistakes than anybody else, and that doesn't give a stamp on it. So hedrin should have stopped it. Somebody should have stopped it. So this is not to uh, borrow the bad expression uh, papal and fallacy. It's a bad expression because it doesn't exist, but they think it does. It doesn't mean he's right even if he's wrong. It means that that you don't understand it, and therefore you think you're right, and this time they're wrong, as would happen with Mordechai in the first nine-tenths of the Megillah. So that's not true, and even if, I'm sure somebody asked, now that we have this new insight into Daniel's role, or lack thereof, I'm sure people are saying, well, Daniel's been around even longer. What does he say? The answer is he didn't disagree with Mordechai. But he didn't say anything because he understood that this is unusual, but this might be necessary for this particular tchufa. So that actually fits in extremely well to what we're about to see. And if you didn't follow the last few minutes, Ayaim, last night's sheer, it should be uploaded uh, this morning, uh, it, was, um, it was the various backgrounds to the insight, which we're not finished with yet, and we're going to continue a few nights this week. So for now, let's go to the first Gemara, famous Gemara Roshanuch, Hafei and Aleph. So that... happens to be that's true. You don't have to say that here. You could have been able to do the Kim Chaim, but it's got to be one Pesach. Over here, the is specifically, for what we're about to see, is that the particular dar might need a particular direction within the Maserah, but to apply or put the accent on something. Over here, the accent was a huge extreme extremely serious nefesh, counterintuitive. You have an enemy who's ruthless and powerful, so, okay, you can't bow down if that's the psaq, which we're going to get to on Shabbos the next couple of weeks here. But even if that's the psaq, so stay away. It doesn't mean you have to... It sounds like Mordechai was Misgairaboy, which is true, and cannot all the mofershim say he was right, and that was a particular horror show, if you'll call it. So Daniel wasn't commenting either way, but that wasn't his mahalach in the government haray. He's trying to help Klay and get stuck up, but he helped Nebuchadnezzar and giving him advice, and that's, we're going to take up tomorrow night the uh, Hashem during night, say what what went wrong over there. But that was the Lishitas, so that normally that's a good idea if you can help the Klay Yisrael and also be nice to them. Why not? That's going to be the khish which we didn't yet develop. What what wasn't done correctly on his Madrega and why he was thrown to the lions and perhaps why he was killed. At the end of the story is a kapara for that. But that doesn't mean in general his leadership was Gavaldik and saved Klay Yisrael through this difficult of Bain Bai Sweetish and La Bayeshani. But Mordechai sort of has to finish that up and in his particular Tkufa there was a special thing needed which was a Khiddish nifla. We're still trying to figure out what it was, but Daniel didn't have a direct partner. That's not right or wrong. That's a question of Yiftach Bader Kishmol there not even comparing Yiftach to Shmol in the contrast, the wide gap, and trying to apply that to Mardukh and Daniel. There wasn't such a wide gap. A matter of fact, Daniel might have been greater. But his long sitting leadership at this point, uh, his mahalach wasn't no for this particular Mesa. That's a very important thing for this and for the understanding of Perm. Yes? I can't quote the Kumars, but I remember this conflicting Kumars and the concept of the Yes, we started with the right it. Thing it wrong? Yes, so most of the him overwhelming majority of the first, go with the fact that it was not only right, but it was necessary and it was dangerous for him and dangerous for everybody else, but not in the way they interpreted dangerous, as in you're getting us in trouble. It's dangerous, we need a tikkun. And you are going to be here, hopefully, next Shabbos and Shabbos after. We almost got up to it. We're going to see why, what that cheshpin was. We'll, we'll, we'll do chazara on that. Okay, so let's begin. Roshanah, Chaveh, and Aleph, four lines to the bottom. So there are two psukim over here, where Shmuel Hanavi gives a review of the history of all of Sheftim, which we're about halfway through. But the names will sound familiar. Take a look at the Pesach on the side, and the Torah ter- on We're going to see... Is and shmuel, shmuel is doing chazor on the Chesed of Hashem in each door to give them leadership that they needed. Es so we start off the Akharas with Yitzchitz Look at the next one. It's not bracketed in Zion. Hashem. So so far we listed the Shmuel, Moshe and Aaron. Vayishlach Hashem as Yerubal. We're going to do, the Gemara is going to do a quick chazar. Of who that is, we know already because we covered it. There's bedan, there's yiftach. Bedan will be shimshin, which we didn't get to that parak yet. And as you'll notice, as yiftach that we're on now. It's out of order. Because chronologically, yiftach is what we're up to now. And he was a shefred before shimshin. So we're going to get to that as well. That's an important Pasuk to keep in mind, that last part. Most of the period of the Shevton, even though it seems to be here, we're we're dealing with upheavals and the slipping and sliding and Tshuva and yeshua's. most of it was the last Pasuk of each Tufa and they had 40 years and they were calm and everything was okay. Most of the Tufa, they had Chef and bracha, aside from the disasters in between. But that's why the description over here, the teishu betach. What? Ah, uh, no, Shimshan actually, as a sitting shefet, was uh, the most tumultuous because his job was so complicated they didn't even understand him. But we're not going to get into that now because we need a few months to even describe that, and we're a few months away. But. You're correct in noting that that was particularly confusing, and it was. Here it wasn't confusing. Yiftach was living in Eretz Tov. He wasn't even living in Eretz Yisrael. They went to get him, and they said, there's a war, there's 190,000 troops at the border, and they're about to attack, and we need you. And he came. And he started sending diplomatic messages and letters back and forth, and they said, you're on our land. Again, I don't make this stuff up. Or any particular tufa, and he argues back and forth explains to them this is not your land and, and then he fights the war but the war is pretty short and then he sheyphed and not for that long considering they was shafed for decades and decades and after that it went downhill but the tchufa when he was shafed he won the war pretty quickly and afterwards it was relatively quiet and that was true for most of them and it's true for Shimshan also by the way Shimshon wasn't a that long, and after he does the most damage he's going to do to the plishtim in death, or as he's dying, the plishtim are good and scared for decades after that. So here the Pasik says that Shmuel and Avi is reviewing with them that for the last 350 years or so, before the Tukufa changes to and Shmuel, which is the beginning of Shmuel Aleph, Hakarsh keeps saving you and sends the leaders, Bedan, Yiftach, myself, and the puzzle before compares Shmuel with Moshe and Aaron. And that's what the Gemara is setting up here. Let's go to the Gemara. If you recall, his godless was, he was a Baal tshuva from a family of and he takes his life into his hands and smashes everything and rebels against his family, his own shevet, and he becomes the shevet. His father ultimately does tshuva. Yeah? What did Gamar say? It? I mean, it, in the psukim, it's, it's very clear that's what it is. Only because you come to the shir. Oh. If I tell you, you about no clue. You abal? <laughs> Who's you about <abal? laughs> You have to see this and learn a being and to remember this. So was explaining. The short version is, if you're not here Sunday morning... That's a very short sentence for a long story. <laughs> so, uh, now, you wouldn't know this either. We didn't even get to this. So, Shimshin, you know. And when I've been explaining now why, out of all the marmakamis of Shimshin, if you had to describe Shimshin, why would you describe him as Bedan? There are a lot of ways you could describe him. Hanazir would be a nice uh, first thought. Bidan is because it was all about what he understood of the nevuah of Don from Yaakovino of what his role is, which is highly unusual. So that's why his his reference here is Bidun. But again, we didn't get the shemshin shi yet. Why? Yeah, but Shai, there are a lot of marmakamis you can give. We don't always give the Shavit. Every Shavit was from some Shavit. We don't refer to him as the Shavit. You're into last names, so. Like Schuster is like you gotta you already have last names on your documents, so you so but they didn't have last names then and it was uh and even then the, the last names if you have noticed we haven't figured out yet exactly which one, but it's it's not like, yeah, get the Panasa they had, not the not the area. Otherwise you'd have twelve last names in well, It would get very confusing. It'd be like Yale Yehuda or Yale Shimon. <laughs> that that's not gonna so why all of a sudden would refer... the answer is it has to do with understanding his uh, methods, um, which are highly unusual, but for a different time. Yiftach kimashmah, that's Yiftach. So everybody knows who Yiftach is. Va'aymer, When i finished with the limud. b'kari That should sound familiar if you get here on time, little Shabbos. If you don't, it's not going to sound familiar. So what are we doing by putting the Pesukim together? Look at the top Rashi. So there we have sort of like the heckish. the comparison we're putting on the same pedestal in a way, Shmul with Moshe and Iron, which tells you a lot about Shmul, by the way. Whenever we see the Rashi Shakal Moshek Iron, Iron Kamesha, it means that they've all lived up to 100% of the potential. There's no doubt that Moshe Rabbeinu was the Adon Hanavim. Nobody had clarity of Sigmund HaKashvach more than Moshe, even Aaron. But it means he was on the highest madriga of what he can accomplish, like Moshe, and now we have Shmuel Hanavi on the list, which is what gave Kerach such an impetus to have the chutzpah to do what he did, because he saw, how could I lose this? Look who's going to come out of me. Uh, He didn't realize there's a tshuva for his children. So now we have three against three. Shlosha Kalam and So we're comparing leadership of six leaders, and we have the three of the Chamurm of the greatest leaders in Klal Yisrael: Aaron, and And then we have a list of the Shloisha Kalam. Kalam over here doesn't mean they're a Kal. Call me the person who doesn't take his rochniyus seriously quite the opposite they did incredible and they they became uh, people that if you'd asked them earlier they didn't think they could become and Tzadikim and Baal Yamuna and Giberim and they saved as well. but compared to Moshe, Aaron and Shmuel and then you take uh, these three Yubal, Badan and Yiftach that's the expression over here Shlesha Kalim K'nege Shlesha chamurim. so what's the lesson here? Back to the Gemara. To teach you the following klal and following authority. Notice the lineup. We're comparing specific names to specific names. And the most famous of them is Yiftach Baderah. It's not only the most famous because we happen to be on Yiftach now. It's the most famous because apparently that's the biggest contrast. He has to be firm. He has to have Yerushalayim. He has to have his priorities straight, obviously it would be a tremendous plus if he was Valtztamu uh, Chocham and he was the Abbaist and also as Niel ben Kenaz was and Shmuel was and of course Meshach and Aaron. That doesn't always work based on Klai Khusim or lack thereof. So Klai gets what they're possibly entitled to. Let's call it that. And that's not taking away Yiftach lived at a time where things are complicated and his ichus was not impeccable. And his learning was nothing to speak about. So that's why he's considered, but he's on the list. Don't confuse this with Avimelech, who was where uh, whether Bechlal, he's on the list, he's not on the list. It's hard to imagine he is on the list, but the Vedak mentions that uh, he might be, only because, in terms of administrative processing and running of the government for the paperwork, he did the job, and we don't have any other Tainis except for the fact that he killed a lot of people and got himself and everybody else to serious trouble. That's the debatable point. This isn't debatable. Yiftach is a sheyfit. And that's exactly the point of the Gemara. That doesn't mean he doesn't have to listen to the Sanhedrin. doesn't mean he has to know what he doesn't know and ask Shaila's. And I'm emphasizing that because that's going to be the big problem over here is that he didn't ask when he should. And he got a little carried away with his... Sitka is assuming that he's got to be Machmer and something, which he shouldn't be, and he's got to follow through with something that wasn't much of a Havamina. We're going to, Mr. Hashem, take a while to explain the Peladig Havamina, one of the more tragic ones. But what you have to know now is that Yiftach was the leader, and he's running the army, he's running the country, and he was going to fight. you got to join him, you got to help him, you he got to listen. It doesn't mean you have to listen to a sock which he doesn't know anything about. There's still a Sanhedrin. And that's true for Melchisol, it's true for David Melchisol, it's true for Shlomo Melch. And the he had the Yabbalah the was incorrect, even though he had a good lumbness Y and he meant L'Shem Shemayin. So, this Gemara is also misquoted. one person told me, and that's why you have to listen to uh, Rosh Hatev, i will give the worst example. Uh, begins with a bays and ends with a, the next one begins with a gimel, and. Uh, that's such nonsense, it wouldn't even make Shushan Perm Terra, let alone Perm Terra. If you have a guy who's not epicurist, who's not from, he says he's a leader, but that's not Yifta Perm Terra. He's got to be a Maitman. He's got to believe in the Yidgimele Kern. He can't be... I don't care if they name an airport after him and whatever cover they want to give him. Uh, it does make a difference. And uh, I see some of you were... Everybody has a young crowd, so you didn't even know what Beis Gimel meant. Uh, but he's not the only one. Uh, that's not the there. There's no Sheikhs whatsoever. You have to be... Uh, now, is it smart? If he's in charge of the paperwork, you've got to follow some rules, traffic rules, things like that, uh, to some level, yeah. But that's no different than the... Uh, um, I'm running out of countries to use. That's not going to create a firestorm. But um, <laughs> there, was a, there was a famous yeshiva in Benai Brak he used to have uh, an Israeli flag on top of the roof, and uh, run by a, the gadol yisrael was in charge of uh, was in charge of uh, recreating terrain in Israel. He said he wasn't in charge. It's going to happen anyway, because Rebbe Chavatzal he just. Did it But he did it very well, and he says no different. I think his Russian was no different than the Russian or Ukrainian government. I kid you not. I think that was his muscle. <laughs> he said if we we lived in Europe, so it's but that that showed his lack of regard. This is not uh, nothing to do with Jews. Was, uh, we're in we're in, Gullah, so we're in another country. So why not? So it became politically too fraught with miscommunications and mismessages. So uh, so they stopped doing it now. If you go to Brock, you won't see it there. But. Th- Higufa, he says, that's not a Yiftach Bader. Bader, that's, that's the God so There, somebody's got to be paving the roads, okay, so then Zem uh, literally. But Yiftach Bader, he was from, and he was, on my mint, we're going to see his tremendous Bitochen, and he has Yeshua, and uh, some of the diplomatic messages he's going to send next week the week after, many Rishonim Ta'ina are written Baruch HaKadosh, he wasn't a Navi. That's important here also. The gradations are very, the Chalukim are very important here. But he was leader. And Yivtach Baderi Kishmul You've got to listen unless it's really wrong. But if you're not sure if it's wrong, you've got to listen, which is, I think, part of what went wrong is that this didn't look right uh, what's going to happen with his daughter, but they couldn't disprove it. And therefore, they said, OK, so Yivtach Baderi Kishmul Baderi. So that was a little bit, more than a little bit too far. But I'm trying to lay the groundwork for how that decision happened or how the decision didn't happen and should have happened in a different way. So again, the first one lies, Keshmol, Keshmol la l'ametcha shafila l'kal sheba'kalem v'nismana p'anei salatzibar harehu ka'avir sheba'aviram Interesting expression, ka'avir sheba'aviram? What does the Gemara mean by that? So Shmuel is described here is as avir sheba'aviram. He's equated, the Chiddushes, Shmol is equated with Moshe, Beno, and Aaron, okay why should he be Avir, Shabbat So there's a tzad here, we'll see soon in the Shah There's a tzad that he was shokol keneged, meaning he would either outweigh or, or weigh exactly what Moshe and Aaron are together. Whatever that means, it gives you again a new insight into the chashivas of Shmuel and Avi, that he's like Avir, Shabbat Aviram. The Kiddush already is, he's one-on-one, you have Moshe, Aaron, and Shmuel, and you have Shimshon, Yiftach, and uh and uh who is the um Yerbaal. so why would you put shmuel he's on the list but you have to have a sliding scale why would there be a half middle and Marsha is going to allude to this but uh, it's not clear why that should be Avir sounds like the top of the top so it could mean it just we're making a heckish. You have to treat everybody the same in their various categories. It doesn't mean that he was greater or shokol keneged, both together. But it sounds like some learn like that. That it's not he shokol, shmuel, hanavi, ke moshe, shmuel, hanavi, ke iron. It's shmuel, hanavi, ke moshe, ve iron. So I'm just putting out the, the thought, the possibility. Yes? Could be that it's <laughs> not copying. during the time of Moshe and Aram, Moshe, it was Moshe and, and Aram who were together leading by Israel. Whereas by and Shmuel did it alone, yes. Mm-hmm. And the, the level of reverence and, and, and acceptance of him as a leader was well, equal shakal. to what they had to, Moshe and Aram together. That happens to be true. That happens to be true by itself. The question is, what is the Aviram? I would have said it means the greatest of the great, but I, you'll see the Marasha soon. It sounds like he's saying no. He's as great as both, and that's a possibility. You're saying because he did the job of both. It was needed, and he was the only one there, and he was doing it himself. But so were most of the other saying, look, leaders. We're not necessarily looking at, at the caliber of the, of the person himself. Yeah, he, as, that could as much be. As, as the leadership that was accepted by the people to have, to to have that uh, in place. That that rebel. Okay, that's that's possible. Yeah. Do you find that And they meant it there as well. He, he, I mean, it's not leadership. Right, there it's the, it's the person himself, and he was... Wow. Uh, and Shoko means either as weighty or, or outweighing, but less, even as weighty. Okay. So it's... His leadership gets challenged over and over again, and we don't really see... Ironically, the one that Karek kept relying on to challenge leadership so his great-great-grandson didn't have any challenge, but... Most of them didn't have any challenge. Moshe Rabbeinu, because it was the original Nesina Satera, it was almost my understanding, you know, why should Moshe Rabbeinu have a karech, Shmuel didn't. I'm sure there were people who uh, tried to undo things, but not to that level. It was an opportunity to reinforce the supremacy of terrorist Moshe and Nebueh Moshe Rabbeinu. And you see the Pasuk does that, Kosh Baruch does that. So it's almost, everybody had their own Bechira, but it's almost set up to have somebody in the ground having to scream for the next few thousand years, Moshe Emes is a So I, I believe there was a reason for that. Whereas once that was solidified, then Shmuel and Avi. But again, it's dangerous for us to get involved. That's what I mentioned. The Avi is an interesting uh, expression in terms of the description, but we don't know that much about it, and we probably shouldn't comment yet. It doesn't matter as much what the capabilities of the... A hundred percent. That is After the... That, that the, the acceptance you, has to be, um, like, like okay. the that people accepted and also Aram, that, that He's that saying he did it the, alone, the original the nation, point. The nation has to accept mm-hmm. it. Okay. And that happened, that, that is the point, and that... We're talking about Achiev over here. It's not it's, it's Ashkafer. It's a din, uh, which the Gemara is going to bring another ride to. V'Eimer, Basel, Akain, Malavim, L'sheven, H'she'i, says, so you go to the sheifet who's alive. It's <laughs> very hard to go to a dayan who's not alive. As a matter of fact, if you do that, you're probably going to be in violation of other ISRM. Especially if you want to really bring them back for a PSAK. So um, that, could be, uh, that could be dangerous. What? They did it to the Shmuel. They did it with playing a big role. That not really, uh, it was a piece of advice, a PSAK. Shaul was in a real bind. Uh, the police had him outnumbered and outgunned him. And as Malchi saw, he had to do something. So he said, should I go tomorrow to war? Should I hide? Should I tell him to hide? Like, what should we do here? And Shmuel and Avi told him, bad news and good news. Normally, I do that if I care. Uh, the bad news is that they're going to lose the war and get killed, you and your children. The good news is, tomorrow you're going to be with me, which means you're going to have a full kapur and you're going to go to lamhabas. That was bad news and good news. That was a psaq, I guess. Uh, He wanted to know, should he go to battle? Uh, In that psaq is, uh, how much danger should I put myself in? The Yushalmi, the Bavli. There was a psaq there of sorts. And it was highly unusual, by the way. Uh, Shaul had done an excellent job, because he was king, and not only fighting wars, uh, getting rid of Rishayim, and he had got rid, uh, rid of all the witches and killed them because of the Chayimisa, except for one who was retired. That was Avner's mother because Avner sent her a message. Uh, this would be, by the way, Yaakov, a good example of not a violation of insider trading. Avner was in charge of the program. We were talking about um, some lady in California who that uh, <laughs> night later who uh, seemed to talk to her husband at dinner, which is not an or Hamur, but also tell him about things that are coming up in government that you should trade and buy and sell stocks based on that information. And for some reason he was trying to explain to me last night in the car why that's not illegal. I still haven't fully understood that. Why that shouldn't be illegal. That should be spitz. If I had to give a sheer insider trading, that would be it. But he tightens that the politicians are not included in that. Avner was in charge of the operation to get all the witches. His mother had a sideline. Good lady, but... It was apparently Yates or her we can't understand, like when you have some spare time after you make chicken soup to, I guess, take the broth and <laughs> stir it a little more. I don't know what was going on there, but it was Yates or Herb. And he told her, Ma, uh, I happen to be in charge of this government program now, and Shoal, as he should be, is cracking down. I suggest you retire ASAP, and she did. So that's, that's great. That's called Keep It Aimed. That's not insider uh, tip-off. She really was a Baal Shuvah, and she stopped doing it. She was from the whole time. She just had this it's her. And then when he came with Shaul, he didn't even tell his mother, there's a king in the room. The same king went through the program. And she only noticed it when Shmuel and Avi came from the dead, his apparition. He was standing up straight because you got to stand up straight, sort of, in the apparition when the king is in the room. So she fainted. Because she thought it was a setup, she didn't understand why someone's in the answer. He wasn't trying. He said, Everything's fine. This is a hara and we're doing it. So that's, the whole thing is not a cash. The whole thing was a hara He had no other choice, and he felt I can't the clay so I was which is misnaber. Uh, that, that 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 made sense. May not even be because of this, because to Kabi Shol Shol still was the dying sheliyamer. No, he <it> wasn't. <laughs> no. You, that's very out of the box. Uh, he was no longer alive. He's not the dying Beyamav. You're saying there was nobody else? In between Tukufus. So you got, there's always somebody. Hashem, uh, La, La Yisrael. There's always somebody in charge. And Shor, by the way, is a big sidekick, and he was in charge. He just felt, I'm not capable of handling this, and I need help. Do not try that. If, um, if I'm not here in 50 years and you need a decision, please call somebody else. Uh, Shmolonov, was terrified. He thought he was being called to the Yamadin. So um, so besides the fact that if you have a lady who claims to know how to do it, don't believe her, uh, that was very unusual. Martin Shaw was wrong. He felt it was a kind of fascist, a love deresa, But that's not uh, Shmuel Baderu. That's an interesting suggestion. I agree. There was nobody else yet. I <laughs> can't believe you're, you're defending the seance. Uh, what? That's all hashkafa. Yeah, that's not. Uh, we're, we're looking for a psaq. That's not. Don't do it. <laughs> not just because <laughs> it's not, uh, not a good idea. So again, why? There's no havamina aside from the half all all you just had. There's no half a if the dayan is dead. That you're going to. So what's the pasuk name? <laughs> This is the last part. is a very fascinating. Right? This is a beferish a You just have to know how to read it. Uh, look at the Pasik first in the Torah arm, because uh, Rashi is going to show you how to read it, and then I'll show you what uh, what says. Uh, take a look at it's, it's Gimel. Do not say the good old days, which everybody loves saying. This is the Gemara that says you shouldn't say it. You could say for other reasons, but there's a very important understanding of this. And uh, that's why I said this is the core hashkafa in how to understand history in Yeridus Adaris. So Altaymer, in Kehela, Shlom says, Altaymer ma hayash ya shayam re Maila, the good old days, ki lo'y me'chach That comment, that question, that uh, nostalgia is not smart. What's not smart? So look at Rashi now. Ha'en <laughs> locha uh, four lines down. Rashi's en locha ha shefishebi yamecha haray limdacha kasek kan shein locha lavakish <laughs> lo yamecha. And he has to pass. on the, the shaylo. The underlying important theme, which should not be misquoted, can be misconstrued, is that the shefishebi yamecha has to look at the maseira and only look at the maseira and understand the whole Torah shibal peh and understand how it applies to this situation. That's his job. And understand that he is supposed to have achna toward all the previous generations because that's the Yeridus that is all about. And that's locked into our Maserah. That's why there are tanaim, Amarayim, Rishayim, Achreinim, have other names for our generations. That's why you can't budge unless you fully understand Kalatarekula and the Maserah and where you fit in. With that said, lamaisa you have to apply the Maserah to the situation, which is not easy to do sometimes. As we see it with Mordechai and the Mahlikis over there. He was taking the same as every head from Daniel and from the Nevi'im before the Khorbin and but you gotta apply it and you gotta apply it to very difficult, sometimes unique situations. So you gotta figure out what would they have said, what would the Vilna Glein have said? What would the ramam have said? What would Chagiz Chaim Malachi say? What would the Ashkenaz Gedele say? And you've got to apply it. That's the key over here. It does not mean, well, I had a new generation, uh, different strokes of different folks, I can do whatever I want. That's ridiculous and damaging. The first thing in the bar is you, you have to do it and you have to deal with it if you're in charge and the people can't say well I don't know if they got it right because uh, uh, Rab Chaim would have thought this through that's a, that's an elui and uh, we could have done that and we could have this is the shayfa should be a mecha and they have to figure it out and you can't question it once they apply it to the best of their ability now the pusik al taimer ma. Rashi says, "This is the end of the pasuk, and Rashi explains what does the pasuk mean." The fact is, this is not the mistake in the pasuk. The fact is, the previous dairis were better. The basic side of nisgatan no that's a very important thing to keep in mind for the Achnah, the people dealing with it. They were smarter and they had more the Shemaya, and they had greater Ruch Kedush, going back to the Avias, not Pascha based on the but the Madrega Kedusha. And therefore you have to take all their words seriously and study them carefully and figure out where is the sugya and where does this go and then apply it. Not a freelance job. But then you gotta apply it, you gotta be alive to apply it. You got to know what would they have done? You gotta have a Rebbe, what would my Rebbe have said? And where would he apply it? Is this different in circumstance that we have to apply a uh, harar using this Pesach? And how big a Chiddush is that? That's the job of the people who are supposed to be passing it by Sheh Husham. So Rashi starts off again. Uh, she says, Neskat no is a given, and it's impossible that they're better. So, Therefore, what? Therefore, but don't say, "Ah, oh, the good old days." Halavai, if we had the Vilna Gain, we'd be able to deal with this. But we don't, so we're not listening to them. What do they clap the Vilna Gaon? The Rambam says his Rebbe's Rebbe, the Rimagash He says he'd get a headache when he thought about how much he knew. That's the Rambam talking about getting a headache about how much somebody else knew. So what are we going to say about the Rambam? The answer, so that's why we have to first learn the Gemara of the Rambam through Shemot Khan. and then we can, if we feel we have it straight, then we can look to apply. Yes. Yes. So, so it's, uh, not it's, straight line. It's, it's not always a straight line. As a matter of fact, there's a pattern that before the end of the Tukufa, the beginning of the Tukufa, sometimes there's an uptick. And that's needed for cholesterol. Here, Shmuel was not the end of the Tukufa. He was the beginning of the Tukufa and he changed the whole matrix because they needed that infusion. So that is correct. You can have that. And there are a few other examples in history where that was. But it's not off the charts. Uh, in terms of going back five tufos, they talk about You talk about the Vilna Gain, and those who knew him, of kind of Zalman or, you, you ever see what they wrote about Zalman, and Reb Khaim was the Rashiva, both of them, it, it's it's half that they held. Whatever that was, whatever madriga they reached was uh, what the Gaon could do in his sleep. So they talk about it. The, the Gaon belonged to uh, tufos but uh, they don't say Tanaim or Anshkenazikadala. So, but yes, there is an effusion because Kli needs it once in a while. So there is such a concept. But Rashi is explaining the passing in general. Do not say the good old days, even though they were the good old days, because that's not going to help you in terms of following authority. Take a look at Tasis, the top Tesis. <speaking in Spanish> what they're getting at, this is the mistake, is that well. I'm going to try to figure out what the Rambam held over here even though I'm not in charge because the person in charge isn't as great as even less last generation, therefore I'm not going to listen. That's wrong because you have to know Yiftach Bader Kishmuel Bader. Al-tei merkach te'en Ellah sheyfit b'yamav And again, the example given is Yiftach of all the sheyftim will do a great job in terms of saving Klai Yisrael and his gevor and his sitkus and they do follow him into battle. And he will make mistakes, which is ironic that we're quoting him as the example of Yiftah B'deir you have to listen all the time, which means you always have to listen unless he's making a mistake, but the mistake he's going to make, as tragic as it's going to be, was not Barabim. And I, I'm going to emphasize that when we get there, because we're ahead of ourselves. But it's not like everybody in Klaizol even knew what was going on. It wasn't a mistake he made for Klaizol. It was a personal mistake, a tragic mistake. But he didn't advertise it because he felt, even if he's right, no one's going to understand this. And the truth is. No one understands it even as we're going to explain it. And we're going to try to explain it as best as we can. But it was a more personal nature in his leading of Kalei Yisrael in terms of going to war, getting them out. He will succeed in a public sphere of what happens during the war with Sheva Ephraim was also not so posh it. The two, among the two biggest tragedies, and only about five of them I would list, of all the 350 years, two of them will happen in the time of Yiftach one on a personal level one on a national level and they almost compete with Pelegish Begiva and, and Pesel Micha. So I'm just you know bracing we're not going to get to a lot of it during Adr I know it's a Din Simcha so it's going to be during Sfirah probably part of it but the Gemara still uses Yiftach as the example Zem and he was good at what he did for the most part and you've got to follow him and listen to him Mitzvah Shem we will continue next week